Good morning, everyone. Power Life TV broadcast, Pastor Brian. Here to give you another great broadcast. It is Friday. Let me know how the sound is today. How's the sound? You know, we got to check on that. Now make sure we don't have that chipmunk thing Can't going. have the chipmunk thing going. How's the sound today, y'all? Let us know. Uh, we have a few people online already. Brittany Castillo, Felton Joseph, Misty uh, Wilson, uh, Marby Gonzalez, Carla Bro. Good morning. Good morning. How's the sound, everyone? Let us know. I know they'll let us know in a minute here. I know they're like. <laughs> they y'all sound like chipmunks. It's going, it sounds bad. It sounds bad. I see hearts. So hearts mean it's a good thing. I mean, that's the likes and the loves. The likes I love it. and the loves. Yeah, um, I actually, um, I don't, I don't see any. Let us know if there's any volume captions or generate. Let's see. Okay. Okay. Look good. Looks good. Looks good. Um, did I say this is the day that the Lord has made? Because yes. this is the day. That's the song that's playing. You said that. I love already. that song. <laughs> I love that song. Uh, Fridays are always fun. I agree. T today we're going to have um, our family movie night at the at the uh, property. Uh-huh. On uh, Magnolia 2401. What is it? 2401 Magnolia. Magnolia Drive. Amen. And it's going to be good. It's going to be fun. Amen. I enjoy having fun. Amen. So I just found out that pink is the new hottest color. Really? Yes. I'm, I'm still into my green. Well, you know, red, red is today. like a shade of pink. I'm wearing my U of H red today. Yeah. Well, well I, got I didn't have time to change from the gym, so I stayed in my crunch fitness pink. Yeah. Yeah. But you look good, though. <laughs> you look good. Amen. Um, so, so we've been dealing with the blended family. Yeah. What you think about that? I think it's good. I think it's good. I think it's um, necessary. I think it's much needed for our um, for the times we're living in. Yeah. And so, um, uh, I want to jump right back into it. Uh, everyone, uh, all is well. Everybody, let us know how things are going. How. How are, how are things in your life? All is well in my home, and my life is better than ever. Amen. And I expect the wealth transfer now. Amen. You need to start declaring that. Yeah, you know, you're right. We started uh, making confessions of unexpected income, and people are coming up to me almost every day saying, guess what? Yeah. Guess what's happening? Yeah. So, we're, yeah, see, we're seeing thing. it. Amen. So, let's jump back into our uh, lesson here. We've been talking about uh the blended family and the law of priority now when it comes to the law of priority there's two scriptures that we always read and the first one is uh genesis 2 24 you should have a den in your bible by now at that scripture it says therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and they shall become one flesh and they were both naked the man and his wife and were not ashamed Matthew 19 and 5 says, For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and shall cleave to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh, so that they are no more two but one flesh, what therefore God had joined together, let no man put us under. Yeah, so people have really been enjoying, you know, the messages. I've, I've uh, uh, today, 
you know uh, i'm used to hearing you know stories about disney Mm -hmm. disneyland dads uh but today i actually heard a story of a disneyland mom and now i think you know what's really good is when your people start getting familiar with your terminology Mm. you know so so where'd you hear that on you uh just in conversation yeah just in conversation somebody was uh you know, just picking up what we're saying on this broadcast and saying that, yeah, you know, I'm familiar with the case of a Disneyland mom, mm-hmm. you know, and what is a Disneyland mom or our dad? It's a, it's a biological or non-biological parent. Usually it's the biological parent who tries to buy the affection of the children mm-hmm. with, you know, it's your weekend or your week or your month mm-hmm. or your time with your children. Mm-hmm. And rather than, you know, sow the sowing the seeds of time and energy into the relationship, uh, the sacrifice mm-hmm. necessary mm-hmm. to build a great relationship, that person tries to buy yeah. the relationship. Yeah, exactly. And you do that by mm. uh, providing spectacular events, mm-hmm. you know, let's all go to Disney mm-hmm. or, you know, you uh, invest other things, but you know, love is the is the language. You know, the main language you want to speak to your children. You know, when it's your time mm-hmm. with your children, and and time is yeah. one of the yeah. Yeah. greatest yeah. gifts you can give your children. Mm-hmm. So, uh, do you have a natural flow to your life? Do you work or do you do other things? Sure, you do. Mm-hmm. But if you're isolated from your children, when you have an opportunity to invest yeah. energy and time, and you don't take that opportunity, you're saying that whatever I'm doing is more important than you. Yeah, we were talking about on Wednesday how we should train up our children in mm-hmm. the way that they should go and not maintain them. Yeah, that's good. Uh, and uh, maintaining has a lot to do with just just what you just said. You know, I can buy your buy your affection, mm-hmm. but I don't want to spend time to earn your affection. Right, you know, right. Um, we're in very pivotal times, and uh, right now, isolation is is not king as far as what the kingdom of God people should be thinking. But it's kind of like the the way of the world right now to be isolated to be you know, off to myself. I'm doing me. I'm doing me. Yeah. That is such a, a common phrase yeah, I'm, right I'm now. Doing, I have to do me, you know, and I understand the whole put on the oxygen, oxygen mask. mask before you put it on your child. I understand that. But there comes a time that you're going to have to begin to breathe so that you can help that child breathe, you know, because if you don't, right? whatever you avoid, <laughs> Satan will invade. Yeah. And so just buying their affection and taking them to Disneyland, they... They enjoy that, oh, yeah, but mean, it does. It has no real sustaining. You know that should be more of a byproduct right. of the of the time that you've spent with your child, you know, or with your children, uh, rather than uh, being the absolute source. Right, and I don't think there's uh, necessarily an evil motivation. Yeah, yeah, sometimes, exactly. Sometimes there is. Sometimes it's I want you to like me. You know more than you like the other person. I've heard of a case yeah, where. Yeah. Uh, one one biological parent wanted custody of the children. And so the way they wanted to gain custody was by buying the affection of the children so that the children would want to leave Me, yeah, the one yeah. parent to come live with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, be- so they made the grass look greener on the other side. Mm-hmm. But 
you know, um, I believe that, you know, especially when it comes to blended families and, and non-biological or biological parenting or step parenting or whatever the case may be, sincerity is always going to win mm-hmm. in the long run. Mm-hmm. In the short term, you might be able to, to, to buy their affection, but in the long term, you know, your kids are smart. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be able to see through yeah. eventually the games and the other things that, you know, that are not coming from a righteous motivation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, ultimately God sees it too. Yeah. Well, I want to, I want to, I, I don't want to jump subjects here, but I, yesterday we left off at a place that I thought was, um, <laughs> you know, a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. And I want to get, I want to cut to the chase today and get right back to this point where we talked about setting boundaries. Right. So we started out by talking about setting boundaries for our children. Yeah. Yeah. And we said, listen, you know, you need time. You need to date your husband Mm -hmm. or your wife. That's it. You need to give them the affection that they deserve. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of the ways you do that is prioritizing your bedtime Mm -hmm. even with your spouse. Uh, you know, you might say, why do you choose that time as a time that you should highlight your time with your spouse? Because your physical relationship with your spouse can often, not all the time, but it can often be an indication Mm -hmm. of where you are emotionally. Mm -hmm. Doesn't happen all the time. You might say, well, we're not even sexually active like that. We have a health problem and we we're not, sexually active. And, you know, I'm not saying that, that physical touch or physical, um, you know, uh, intimacy is the only thing to a relationship. Mm -hmm. But I will say that for most people, what happens in the bedroom is a reflection of what's happening outside of the bedroom. Mm -hmm. So it's important that you set that particular time aside Mm -hmm. for your spouse. Even if you say, well, I'm tired, I just go to sleep, you know, Mm -hmm. fine. Yeah. But go to sleep cuddled in each other's arms. Yeah. Go to sleep having had the conversations. Mm-hmm. Go to sleep having had, you know, that time together mm-hmm. and that dating time. So yeah. yeah. So today we're talking about another boundary. Yeah. Yeah. Well, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just thinking myself. Go ahead, say it. No, I'm good. I, I know it's good. <laughs> no, I was just thinking about how when you um you you were just saying how that whole Physical intimacy has a lot to do with being the uh, the, the check engine light. It's the check engine light of of the uh, whether the climate is right in the relationship. And right. you know, we've been talking about, and I've been just on this friendship thing, mm. and that's a that's a strong indicator of whether or not you're friends. Uh, but you know, friendship friendship has a lot to do with trust. We know that. Ooh, it's huge. And and trust is based on truth. Mm-hmm. So if I can if I can trust you. With, with secrets, if I can trust you with intimate uh, uh, thoughts. thoughts of my life, uh, things that I have buried, if I can trust you with that, it develops that. I, I, I believe it does something physiological to your body, to, to, to your being, where you're, it, 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 it affects your hormones and your endorphins. And even if you didn't want to do it in the past because of whatever reason, I think it literally causes you to want sex uh uh because of of what's released because i can trust you i can i can be vulnerable to you yeah it creates an intimacy right and you, I, you, you, yeah you, that's you, good and so 
So if if there is no friendship, if there's no times, if there's no sewing into each other, yeah. if there's no going into each other's world, mm-hmm. and you can't do that just overnight, you know, uh, when you first get married, you're running off of the energy and the excitement and the adrenaline right. of of being married for the first time. Kind of like uh, Eddie Murphy on uh, Coming to America. Yeah. Where he starts singing to be loved. Yeah, to, to be, be loved. loved. Yeah, you're no feeling it all. Feeling to be loved. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. But it takes effort and energy afterwards. And, and and when you're in a blended situation, sometimes the lines could get blurred. You know, so true. you can get so into doing your children or doing your, your job or your job doing your, you know, whatever that you forget about there's there's still got to be that bonding time between you and your spouse. Yes. Well, I have a feeling that what we have to say today is going to hit home with several people. Mm-hmm. We've had a lot of conversations with people in blended families and this is a common 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 problem. And so today what mm. we're talking about is setting boundaries with the ex mm. Mm. setting boundaries with the ex mm. you know there are more problems in people's second marriage because they believe that they are carrying baggage from the first marriage mm. and so let's deal with that baggage that people are carrying how do you deal with the baggage mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know from the first Mm-hmm. marriage you're on your second maybe you know maybe it's not just your second marriage maybe you've been married several times and you have all this baggage or maybe you weren't even married mm-hmm. maybe you weren't even married yeah because that's a lot of that now <laughs> it's a lot of that you know Yeah, maybe you've had a child with someone maybe yeah. you know that's the connection that you have with yeah. this person you know so you're gonna be in relationship with them because you share a child yeah how do you move forward in the current relationship when you have this pull mm-hmm. from a prior relationship? Mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. here's what you do. This is going to sound, you know, hard for some people, but you're going to have to set boundaries. Mm-hmm, you're going to have to do the hard thing and set boundaries. You're going to have to stop what's called the familiarity. Mm-hmm. You know, people don't realize that they keep the familiarity of the old relationship going at times, yeah. even when they're in a new relationship. Sometimes our habits are comfortable. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants to run to their future because they're, they're happy with their past. Right. But here's some th- some ways that you could limit some of the uh, controversy that happens in a blended relationship. Mm. Number one, don't let your ex-spouse into your current home. Mm. Do not let your ex-spouse into your new home. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? Your spouse, your ex does not have a right to your new home. Mm. This is your environment. This is your safe place. Why would you let them bring that old energy into your new space? So what about if the um if the first spouse and the wife let's say the wife got the house mm-hmm. uh or the man got the house and and so that ex believes that they have full right to go into that 
house. Well, you know? often a person believes that they have a right to your environment because their child lives there. Yeah. That is not yeah. necessarily true. Mm-hmm. Your, 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 your spouse or your ex-spouse has a right to their child. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, if there's a dangerous situation, then there are other institutions such as CPS, such as, you know, the law. If, if, it, if it goes that way, this is what you do. You contact the law, law enforcement yeah. or, or you contact, um, you know, institutions that are set up for such things in areas of abuse. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in areas of regular use, you want to stop the familiarity and do not let your ex-spouse into your new home. Okay. This space is designed exclusively for you, your spouse, and your children. Mm-hmm. And maybe a pet or two, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, nobody <laughs> has the right to dominate your home. Wow. Except wow. for you. Yeah. You too. You and your spouse. Mm-hmm. You uh, dominate it together. Listen to this. Do not let them store items in your home. Mm-hmm. Tell them to take that old weight, weight bench to their apartment. Mm-hmm. And when they say they don't have room for it, tell them to sell it. Mm-hmm. But why are you storing their items in your home? Your storing their old items is giving them access to you because mm-hmm. when they decide they want to talk to you, they're going to not ask for you. They're going to ask for their items. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We oft- often use items in a very transactional way. Yeah. Um, sometimes money is used to get what we really want. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we don't really want this government issued paper hanging around we want what the money buys yeah. right mm-hmm. well guess what those items that your ex is storing in your house this is to give them access to you it's not that they want to store that mm. there is that they want access to you they want what they want when they want it going back to um, part one or number one you said stop the familiarity so what if you holding on to things on your own up from your ex you know, old that's soul ties. You know, old jackets, whatever. You know, um, soul ties. But does that keep you tied to that person? Absolutely, items keep you tied yeah. to people. It, it, yeah. Why do we hold on to grandmother's ring? Yeah. Grandmother's locket and auntie's this and your mother's old uh, china cabinet. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. You know, why do we keep mementos from the past? Mm-hmm. It's because it keeps us soul tied to the people Mm -hmm. who once owned them. It's a good thing when you're talking about relatives and people you want to remember, but it's not good when you're talking about an ex Mm -hmm. whom for whatever reason you couldn't get along with them. Yeah. You couldn't get along with them. Mm -hmm. It didn't work. The relationship didn't work. So why are you holding on to your failures from the past? Sometimes Holding on to those failures from the past is keeping you from truly moving forward. forward. Yeah. I know that's, that's a word that's for true. somebody. Yeah. Somebody's holding on so tightly to the mementos from the past, the pictures, the the locket of hair, mm-hmm. you know, the spoon or the cup they used to use. Oh, mm-hmm. this belonged to my ex. Mm-hmm. Oh, this belongs. Why are you still holding on to that? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. They'll often say, I don't know, but you know, you you may not know it at the forefront of your thinking, but in the back of your mind, 
there's a soul tie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a soul tie. Yeah, this is this is good because I'm thinking about all kind of questions. And, mm-hmm. you know, if y'all want to type in some comments, please do. We want to hear what you have to say or questions that you may have. But, um, you know, I, I know that there, there are some people that receive very nice wedding rings from their first spouse. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you handle that? You know, do you keep it? Do you pawn it? Do you, you know, do you give it away? I mean, how do you handle those type of familiar articles that keeps us tied to and, and and you know this is a very hard subject to deal with because you know I, I we don't have the right to tell you what to do right but what we what we do say is you want to stop that tie you want right. to break that familiar you know, it, it could uh, be, bond it, it could be interesting dealing with things such as wedding rings and, and things of that sort. I think sometimes when it's a family heirloom, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in that particular case, I would lean toward it eventually going to a blood relative. Mm-hmm. I would not want to withhold an heirloom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, because like I said, it doesn't, it, it's supposed to keep you tied to the person who originally owned it. Mm-hmm. And unless there is a special bond there between the person who originally owned it and the person who owns it now, I would not, you know, yeah. uh, there might be a time that that uh, ring would have some sort of cash va- value. Yeah. If you find yourself in a financial crisis, that might be a good time to consider selling the, the article, but whatever the case, you should not just continue to hold on to articles that keep you tied to a painful past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't stay tied and hooked up and, and bonded to your pain, mm-hmm. be able to release your pain, uh, get the burden off, so mm-hmm. to speak. Yeah, that's good. That's get good. Get rid of that old baggage. That's good. So that you can fly. Mm-hmm. So that you can move on. Mm-hmm. Um, here's another thing you shouldn't do: do not speak privately. It's a big one. With your ex, mm-hmm. do not speak privately. Mm-hmm. You're in a new marriage, and your ex want to talk to you by yourself. Mm-hmm. Do not speak privately with your ex. Allow your new spouse to be a part of the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Or if for whatever reason, the ex and the new spouse do not get along. What Mm. do you do if they do not get along? Here's here's an answer for that. At least listen in with the ex Mm. in order to keep down the confusion. Yeah, 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 yeah. In other words, make sure that your new spouse is within earshot mm-hmm. of the phone. Mm-hmm. Don't have a private texting frenzy. frenzy. Yeah. Do a three-way text. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do a four-way text. Mm-hmm. Keep the confusion down. Yeah. Yeah. Go out of your way to prioritize your new spouse. Mm -hmm. Do not in any way indicate to your new spouse that they're a byproduct, that they're a second thought, Mm -hmm. that they're They're a second place, that they're the rebound. This is the one you sleep with, but when it comes to real life, they're not involved in your life. Don't give them any indication that they are not first place. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. do that 
not in lip service, but you have to do it in real terms. That's good. That's good. Yeah. You know, anytime there is a blank left in a relationship, Satan wants yeah. to fill in the, the blanks. blanks. That's right. He Come wants on. to. Yeah. He wants to. So in a relationship, when there are things that are unspoken, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it lingers in the air, communication needs to take place. You know, here's another big thing, and I, I, people don't talk about this much, but a lot mm-hmm. of um, couples stay tied to the the ex's uh, mother or father. Yeah, so that, the, that's the, a, that's, it could be positive. It could be, but it could also be negative. It could be. It could and be. every relationship is a little different. Yeah, but I know that there's couples that have, you know, where I don't get along with my ex, but I still love his mother, you know. Right. And they'll have conversations that could cause strife. Right. In the I think that there if you're going to have any kind of conversation with your with your past, you should in, in, involve your current spouse. Right. Absolutely. I, I really believe that. Right. I, and and even okay, so say for instance, you you don't get along with the ex-spouse but you get along with their parents so the children's grandparents Mm -hmm. you still get along with them uh you definitely want to uh you know prioritize your relationship as much as you can by letting your spouse in on the conversation Mm -hmm. in on what's happening with the children at least communicate to them but when it comes to discussing events from the past Mm -hmm. Leave your past behind you. Mm-hmm. Do not discuss your ex mm-hmm. with the parents unless, for instance, there's a, a, a an occasion of abuse or, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, th- yeah. there's something vital to the health of the children that must be discussed. Uh, really, if you've moved on, then then your ex should not be. Uh, a constant part of your short-term memory Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it should not your ex if they're not a priority in your life you shouldn't constantly be talking about them here's why you talk about who is most Most important important. that's right Mm -hmm. you always Mm -hmm. talk about figure out who you're talking about the most Mm -hmm. and if it's not your children that means that you may not have gotten over yeah that's right your ex and let's just go back to the prior points that you must learn to forgive your ex Mm -hmm. you must make peace with your past a lot of people go into a new relationship relationship still feeling extreme love Mm. or extreme anger for their ex and you must come to terms with your past that's before right. you can move on that's right. That's right. into the future that God has in store for you. Yeah. Now, I know that ministers to somebody yeah, else. That's, that's true. Uh, I, I believe uh, our time is running out a little bit here, but I, I do want to jump into uh, somebody made a statement, Miss um, Charlotte. She says, when I first divorced, I tried hard to fill in for the absent parent. Mm. And it was hard because I couldn't keep up. So I talked with my daughters to let them know how I was feeling and they were okay. And not having the extra activities I was trying so hard to keep up with because also I realized I could not be uh, in his presence or provide his side of love for them. So basically, it it just sounds like, you know, she was just trying to be both, you know. Right, in a case of abandonment. Yeah, exactly. In a case of abandonment. Yeah. 
you know, and you can't be both. Mm -hmm. All you can be is you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, here's why, you know, divorce is so hard, Mm -hmm. you know, because you cannot be both people. Yeah. You cannot be, you know, and as much as sometimes your spouse irritates you for a child to have both parents present and available at all times, it's really good for a kid. Yeah. 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 You know, it's Mm -hmm. really good for a kid. Well, um, do you want to share one more point? Oh, we can. Uh, I, I know our time has run out, but um, I do want to say this. There's a scripture that just kind of backs all of this up. Uh, it says in Luke chapter 5, verse 37, it says, And no one uh, puts new wine in old wineskins, or else the new, uh, the new wine will burst the wineskin and be spilled. The wineskins will be ruined, but new wine must be put into new wineskins, and both are preserved. Mm. And and this is uh, the point that I wanted to make. It says, and no one having drunk old wine immediately desires new, for he says the old is better. And that's the mindset of what you're talking about here. Right. You know, setting the boundaries. Yeah. Because uh, if you don't, in your mind, you'll still always desire the old. Yes. People often try to superimpose the terms and the uh, and so forth that worked or didn't work for the old relationship onto the new. Mm-hmm. And it never works. You cannot place somebody in the mold that you have designed. Yeah, that's you true. You cannot do that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, every person should be allowed to be whoever they are, mm-hmm. you know, especially your new spouse. Yeah. So let them be who they are yeah. without trying to make them over. Mm-hmm. Don't try to make them into something they are not. That's right. You know, at the same time, recognize that the reason you are not with your ex is because for some reason it did not work out. So don't keep trying to make it work from a distance. That's right. Amen. We got to stop. You know, our time is up. We believe that uh, you received a lot this week and the past weeks on on the blended family. And, you know, go back and watch these videos again. I believe it'll really, really help you. Uh, I think it's good to leave off with talking about setting healthy boundaries, you yes, know, and, absolutely. and and some of the things that you said was so profound that oh, I really believe um, you need to meditate on these things and allow God to really minister to you. Amen. Listen, yeah, I, I, oh, go ahead. Um, I, our, um, this is the weekend. I want to let you know that we are uh, meeting out on our property this Sunday. It will be at nine 30. Amen. And so get there early. Let's, Let's have a great service. We're believing for miracles, signs, and wonders, deliverance. The word of God will go forth. Praise and worship will be great. I think you'll really, really enjoy it. Amen. Tonight is our family movie night. Be there about, uh, it starts about 6.30, but we'll be there around 5 to set up and make sure everything is right. It's going to be good. Bring your lawn chairs. We're going to have a, a good time out there. Amen. So are you saying that next week we're we're not going to talk about the blended family? If anymore? you have more things, we can, we can, I think we can do, yeah. we would, have more content. I would like to take at least two more days because there are some things I want to talk about, such as child support and visitation. Okay. Okay. And, uh, I think that'll be so good. So I think those are two good situations to, uh, to talk about, to get some kind of resolution, to, you know, come to peace mm. on these things. You know, I was watching something on TV and they asked the question, if you could marry your spouse today, would you want to? Yeah. And so, you know, I think people get married wanting to. Yeah. Yeah. And if things have changed to a point that you don't want to be married anymore, you have to turn back, rewind the tape and figure out why. That's right. Today, what we're doing is taking time to figure out why the new relationship often doesn't work 
maybe even why the past one did. That's right. Amen. Well, we love you. Let us bless you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The, the Lord, Lord make, make his, his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The, the Lord, Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. peace. We declare shalom, shalom and blessings over your life. And we declare that Jesus, Jesus is Lord, Lord and he's upholding all things by the word of his power. Be blessed. We love you. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday. Amen. Amen.